As we move from ski season to spring, it's time to get those mountain bikes out. Most ski families use season passes to make skiing more affordable and fun. If your family mountain bikes, there's a new way to save on those adventures too. Make the most of spring and summer in the mountains with Lone Pass, the premier North American mountain biking pass. Lone Pass gives you over 60 days of access to some of the best mountain biking destinations across the country. Use discount code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's Lone Pass today at LonePass.com. That's L-O-A-M-P-A-S-S dot com. Lone Pass is available in two versions, for kids ages 6 to 11 and the adult pass for ages 12 and up. The pass combines access to the most premier resorts, gets you into bike parks, and connects you to shuttle companies to get you where you need to be. It's the one pass you need to bring the best cycling to your family. Remember, you'll get two days at each of the resorts, parks, or shuttles, making the investment one that will pay off big. Remember to use code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's loan pass today. Welcome to the Ski Moms Fun Podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Sarah. So Sarah and I decided to do a Get to Know You podcast for all of the new listeners. Um, She thought she could shake me after two years, but I am not fast, but I'm tenacious. And so here we are kicking off season three. (laughs) So exciting. I I really would never have guessed. I think we're, we're over 75 episodes now and it's... I mean, we've interviewed so many amazing people and it's been so much more than I would have ever imagined, you know, when we first started off. Um, I remember the first time we were trying to record, we were in the same room together in Vermont and we were having this like crazy feedback loop and we just kept running away from each other and it was this horrible noise and we kept plugging along, but it wasn't, it really wasn't pretty at the beginning. Yeah. And I, when I would edit, I would add what I thought were so clever, the ski sounds. And your friend said, why is she always ripping paper? And I was like, she did. not so clever. I'm going to take the shushing sounds out of there. Yeah. We were so proud of those. We, we went out and recorded those specifically, but I know. people didn't know what they were. And uh, so to reintroduce ourselves for those of you who may be new listeners, and we have outed thousands of new listeners, which is super exciting. Um, Sarah and I are friends and we met, my gosh, I think our older girls were probably six. So maybe 12 years ago on the slopes of Mohawk Mountain, which is a tiny little ski hill in Northwest Connecticut. Yeah. And I, I, I do remember seeing Nicole's husband, um, I was on the chairlift and he had their younger daughter in a backpack and he was climbing up the mountain with the child on his back and doing lunges, kind of squatting his way up the hill. And that's like, that was, you know, a little bit scary to see, but, uh, but then I met Nicole and I was less scared. I knew that she wasn't maybe going to do that as well, but, our girls had so much fun together skiing at Mohawk. And I, I remember like we would do, they were really little. So like one of us would hold down the table so that they would have a space for lunch. And the other one would go and like collect them so that, you know, pieces weren't left out on the hill. And that's when we really realized that this is really hard and it really 
takes a village and we needed a, we wanted to like be a team in all of this. Yeah. And there's been many occasions where I've given, um, your girls hand warmers when they've forgotten them and you've fed my girls many times and um, saved them in the racing circuit. But I think what we recognized was it really is not set up to make it easy for moms to do this. And we are coming from, you know, families that have two parents at home and we've got some money to throw at the at the problem. And we just see, you know, the single moms who were struggling or people who were um, budget is more of a concern. It, we were really aware of how fortunate we were to have our friendship and to have dads who were super involved. But we were also very keenly aware of the flaws in the system. And my viewpoint was always, you know, you don't pull the ladder up when you got there. Um, and everything that I found out about skiing, I was always keen to share with um, other moms. And you and I were looking for the, these types of podcasts when um, we were, you know, doing our long drives and we just weren't finding them. Yeah, we found we found great ski podcasts, but they were, you know, World Cup racing reviews. And while those are great and we love World Cup racing, it really wasn't the the conversation that we felt part of and included in. So we wanted to, you know, one of the things we realized is I grew up skiing my whole life, um, started at Mohawk, but a lot of people don't. And I think specifically when you didn't grow up skiing, it can be really intimidating. It can be seem like, how would I even know where to start? So I think even though, you know, we've had some, some stories and some guests that are, you know, Olympians, we also had moms and, 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 um, women who just, you know, wanted to go on ski trips with their family and who maybe did, and who also did start as adults. So we wanted to tell like all different, um, you know, viewpoints of getting into skiing. You don't have to start when you're two years old. I mean, we we had a guest recently who was skiing before they could even stand up because the ski boots held her up. But there's also people that don't start until they're they're in their 30s, like Nicole. Yeah. And we are an equal opportunity. We love just as much the mom who started a ski club at her middle school for her daughter and her daughter's friends, as much as talking to the Olympians we've had on the podcast. And we have really encouraged women to stop apologizing for the vertical rise on their mountain or hill and talk about the, you know, smiles per turn rather than the uh, miles per hour that they're achieving. Yeah. One of the things we've talked about a lot that, that we see is, you know, a lot of times as women, we, we, you know, downplay our abilities or we don't maybe have enough confidence in our ability. And, you know, through these conversations, we start to realize that, you know, we can do this. There's all sorts of um, resources out there. We were talking the other day about women's specific ski camps. It doesn't have to be that, but there's, there's so many resources to learn, whether it's with a friend we've heard, it's not recommended to learn from your husband. That's, <laughs> that seems to be a no-go zone, but there's so many great resources and we just really wanted to get people, you know, into these conversations, thinking about it, thinking about how and where it could make sense for them and their family to plug into this amazing sport that has brought us so much um, joy, you know, for us and our families. 
Yeah. And I want to explain that. So we have this podcast, the Ski Moms podcast. Um, Sarah and I both have other things that we do. I write um, and produce a lot of content at momtrends.com. Sarah has um, a real job that she kind of keeps in her private portion of her life. And then we do the bulk of these interviews in the summer when we can grab the industry experts and the ski moms when they're not on mountain. And then we um, edit them and get them live throughout the year. But we try to really have evergreen content. So something that you'll enjoy listening to maybe even two years or three years after we've recorded it. Um, And they're meant to be your friend as you're taking a snowy walk Or if you live in some warm climate and you're dreaming of a snowy peak in Vermont, that we're hoping we can take you there. Um, And as you're a ski mom as we are and you're in the car, we really hope to be those companions with you along for the ride. Yeah. And and the other thing is, you know, a lot of the the episodes we have coming up, but but also in the past are really specific, um, give a really good insider's view to a specific mountain, big and small. And we have found that it is so helpful to just have a little bit of a lay of the land before we get to a, a, one of these, you know, a, a mountain, a resort that we've never been to. They're, they can be so different. They can be sprawling. They can be right in the town, not near the town. Um, tons of restaurants, limited, you know, limited dining. So the folks that we've, the, the women that we've spoken to um, that have given us these amazing insider tips, you know, the best place for a hot chocolate, the best place for a grilled cheese. That is, you know, something that we always looked for and that we just wanted to like share that as well, because it can be such a, such a help to have this inside insiders, like information before you get to one of these resorts for the first time. And in addition to that, we have this Facebook group that was really started by, I'm going to give my sh- a shout out to my friend Kristen, um, because I was looking for lodging in New Hampshire around the, the race circuit that we were on back in the day. And I was staying at some haunted um, uh, hotels and I really wanted better options. So I was like, oh, we're going to start a private Facebook group and it'll be best practices for ski racing moms. And it quickly spiraled to be 500 moms and it had nothing to do with ski racing anymore. It was more of, I am a curvy girl and I need a ski pant. What should I wear? Or um, I need some inspiration for a crock pot meal that I can make ahead of time. Um, And it's grown to 11,000 women through absolutely no marketing. Um, So if you want to join that group and you have questions in real time that you need asked and answered, just go onto Facebook and search up um, in the, the private groups, Ski Moms, and you will find us. And there is zero barrier to entry. There is no question that is too dumb. There may be a question that's too technical, but we've got some awesome women in that group. So that is an amazing resource. Uh, we also have a skimomsfun.com website. And on that, you will find more about the podcast. You'll find our shopping links, um, which we have a little store. I like to make stickers. Sarah makes a lot of fun of me because um, there's like 10 cents per, maybe, maybe 10 cents an hour based off of the design hours I put into them. But she loves them and they're everywhere. I love stickers. They make me so happy. I did have the scratch and sniff sticker book, by the way. I still have my sticker book. I don't know where mine is. So we have that. And then there's also this amazing um, family rental page and it's family to family. Um, It's just matching up by state, all of these 
available family seasonal rentals or weekend rentals. So that's a great resource. And then one of my favorite things to share is our discount page. So a lot of the people that we've interviewed over the years have offered up a 10 or a 15% discount. Sometimes it's free shipping. So if you're looking to save a little bit of money, because this is a really expensive sport, you can go to Ski Moms Fun slash discounts or just search discounts on the page. And that is a really important way to um, recognize how hard our community is working to keep these kids clothed in um, the warmest gear. Yeah. And so, uh, so we also have um, outside of, so there's Facebook, the website, Instagram as well, Ski Moms Fun, where, you know, you can follow along with, with our adventures and we'll see, um, we'll also, you know, see information when a new episode comes out. Um, But obviously just subscribing to this is the best way to just have the episodes always appear as we release them. Like Nicole said, we've been releasing or we've been recording them through the summer and starting in November, we'll be releasing them every week towards the end of every week. So you can listen to them on your way to the mountains over the weekend. And it is also designed to be uh, problem solving for you with the podcast as well. So if there is a location that you're dying to go to, but you want a little bit more information, you can let us know and we'll give you, you can email either Sarah or Nicole at skimomsfun.com and give us your ideas of what you would like us to do next or who you'd like us to interview next. We do check those emails often. So again, it's Sarah at skimomsfun.com or Nicole at skimomsfun.com. And I'd really love it if you left us an audio message there. So if you use your phone and do a voice recording, because then we could put it in a podcast and that would be super exciting for us. Yeah, that would be the first time we'd do that. We would love that. Yeah, we want to hear. We've got a huge variety of guests and topics um, lined up for this winter that we are so excited to start sharing. But we always want to, you know, we're always looking for new ideas and want to talk about the, 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 the things and the topics and the questions that are top of mind for you. And one of the focuses we always have is on uh, childcare and lessons at the mountains. Um, if there's other things that you're interested in us tapping into the experts, we'd love to know about that. But I am so inspired that some of these independent family-owned mountains are still providing really affordable childcare. And as places get gobbled up by Altera and Vail Resorts, I want this place to be a reminder to all of those corporate um, entities that kids start to learn on small local hills. They're really important and please don't change the flavor and also the pricing of, of some of these places as they do get gobbled up by the big guys. It's really important to keep it uh, affordable and easy for families to get in and, and out uh, to those beginner magic carpet experiences, because that's where you create a skier. It's not a Jackson Hole and it's not a big sky. It's the laps created um, on these these little mountains. Yeah, I, I would bet that there's a lot more of us that live near these little mountains than near the, you know, the vales and the big sky resorts. And that is where we take our kids for the first time and where they fall in love with it. And from there it grows. And maybe there are ski trips to bigger resorts and and bigger mountains, but we don't even think that that's always necessary. And we've seen so many 
families and heard so many stories of people that just love the smaller community mountains that it, it really gives them all that they need and all that they're looking for. We are shocked, repeatedly shocked about how many of these industry experts who started at Boston, Boston Mills Brandywine, is that the name of it? Brandywine, um, yes, yes. In uh, Ohio. I mean, if I had a penny for every time that came up, and I was like, that's amazing that all of these industry leaders started there. And then um, there's a lot of apologetic Michigan ski moms, um, but our, don't apologize. You are making the magic happen in Michigan. We are uh, blown away by the amount of talent that has come out of those two states. Yeah, I think one of the episodes we have um, this season is the president of Jackson Hole, right? And I'm pretty sure she started right at a little hill near us in Connecticut, Southington. So there is, uh, there's a lot to be said for that, that exposure to these small and manageable um, mountains, hills, mountains um, for, um, you know, to really get, get your family um, out there for the first time in a way that it's not this massive investment with flights and rental cars and where they can really get hooked. So Midwest Moms, we want to let you know that we see you, but we also want to let you know that if you are a mom who doesn't fit into the size two Bogner clothing, um, we see you as well. We've had so many topics and people come on talking about the struggle to find great fitting gear. And we the hunt continues. Um, Sarah and I are on it. Um, for the moms who don't see themselves in the uh, images that are the white blonde smi smiling family with um, you know a dad and a mom, we know that that's not what most ski families look like. We know that there is a variety. There's so many single moms out there. There's a whole LGBTQ community out there. We are listening and we are there for you and we see you. And the more that we talk about um, family makeup, the more that we're going to be representing presented in the ski industry as a whole. Yeah. And making these mountains someplace that are welcoming and where everyone can feel comfortable and, and find their place. And we want to remind you to have fun. You know, it's equally important to get mom out there after you've dropped the littles at their lessons, or you've gotten the teens to their program, their big air or their competitions. We really want you to tap into the joy of it. And that may not mean skiing from first chair to last chair. You know, your joy may be um, getting a great groomer run or two. And we are excited for that. It may be finding the friend who encouraged you to go into the trees or try skinning for the first time. But we want you to tap into your joy out there because if mama's not happy, nobody's happy. Yeah. And also think about if you're a bunch of girlfriends are planning a, a, you know, a, a get together over the you know, winter months, like maybe it doesn't have to be to somewhere warm or to, you know, a beach, a beach location, you know, float the idea of a girl's ski trip. And, you know, Nicole and I have done that like every, every winter. And it definitely kind of marks, you know, not only is it so much fun to have something to look forward to, but as we look back, it's very, we, it's very memorable to have those trips. And, you know, we don't go for a long time, but we make the most of every, every minute out there. And you know, we're already excited for our trip uh, coming up this winter. And I will never forget the high-speed tubing with you in Heber Valley, Sarah. That is going to definitely, I'm glad we survived. Neither one needed a chiropractor, but it was close. <laughs> it was, yeah. 
that was that was so much fun. And I did Nordic skiing, and I have a totally new respect for that from the, on that same trip. And um, yeah, we had so much fun. We did so many different things and skied at Snow Basin, which is definitely one of my new favorites. One of some um, of the fanciest bathrooms you'll ever see are at Snow Basin, so much marble per square inch. Um, one other thing I wanted to encourage moms to do is not only to tap into the joy, but by all means, get yourself some better equipment. Uh, don't put your equipment last. Get the professional boot fitting. Tr- demo some skis until you find skis that you can um, that work with you, that work with your body, that work with your style, that respond when you want them to respond. And invest some time and energy in getting the right equipment for you. And I know we're really concerned about our kids outgrowing their gear every season and labeling and tagging and getting that to the mountain. But trust me, you are going to have more fun if you love your skis and boots. And, and your, your ski clothes as well. You know, we talk about the moms with the duct tape and the, you know, kind of cobbling together an outfit, like kind of like a scarecrow and, you know, it be comfortable, be warm, be dry and make those investments. And there's a lot of um, options out there now, a lot of um, affordable options as well. So you don't have to be uncomfortable or in something that's too tight or, or too, you know, pinching you somewhere or something like that, um, or not warm enough. And, you know, we're, we're hopefully not growing anymore. So you can maybe make that investment and know that you'll have it for many seasons to come. Yeah, have fun. I mean, you know, I love an opportunity to shop, Sarah, but (laughs) have fun with it too. I mean, I see a lot of sad beige, not really sad beige, but black and navy ski moms out there, um, just with the super basic clothing. Um, Go for something that's a little more exciting, something that brings you joy. I've got my eye on a hot pink jacket this season, and the only thing standing between, you know, it's just one click away. Um, So I love bold, bright colors. It's easier for the kids to find you. It's easier for the friends to find you. It's probably safer out there, too. Yeah, you'll um, you'll all hear from our friend who um, wore who who got some very cute Love Shack fancy um, ski clothes uh, last winter, and it is some really cute stuff. It's really fun. I don't know that everyone can pull it off, but if you can, it is adorable. Well, so we're very grateful for you. Obviously, this podcast wouldn't <laughs> Sarah wouldn't still be here if there weren't any listeners. I might be, uh, but we are very grateful for this community. Um, we are grateful for, oh, we're award-winning. I wanted to mention that. We did win Podcast of the Year last year from the Snow Sports Journalist Society. So that was very exciting. And mostly we see it in the reviews and in the listens and shares that happen. So we're incredibly grateful for you. We do want to hear what you need from us, what you need from the industry, um, and what brings you joy. So please uh, use us as a resource and let us know what you're thinking and we'll be here to help. Thank you so much for listening to the Ski Moms Fun Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Head to the skimomsfun.com website to check out our swag and find out more about our community. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Ski Moms Fun. We'll be back next week with more interviews and insights. Thanks, Snow. No one works as hard as a ski mom. With Mother's Day right around the corner, we want to remind everyone to shop the Ski Moms gift guide for the best ideas. 
These are the gifts we want to give and get for Mother's Day. Prices range from under $10 for simple treats like notepads to big splurges like a new boot bag. Remember, the big day is Sunday, May 12th, so you want to shop now to make sure everything gets there in time for mom. Visit the SkiMomsFun.com gift guides page or click the link in show notes to see our picks for this year. Make it easy for your kids, partner, or spouse, and just forward them the link. Or better yet, treat yourself to something from our expertly curated Ski Mom wish list. Remember, visit SkiMomsFun.com and look for the gift guide page. Mm-hmm.